we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way. And I, I, I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. are three years, three months, and 20 days in 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. Ned, how are you? I'm fine, mate. Yeah, I was worried about being late. Well, we are a bit. But yeah, the daughter's at the prom and the party's on and hopefully she has a lovely time. Well, I hope she does too. Yeah, we uh, we spoke on the phone earlier. You thought you were mm. going to be late. Ended up me being late because I had some ruckus going on in my back garden. I had a couple of hedgehogs duking it out back there. But anyway, it is what it is. Hey, Bruce, cool. how are you today? Um, healthy and alive. A little heated today. Uh, not because of temperature, but because got some news from the contractor company that um, we had previously hired. And um, yeah, yeah, was wasn't good news. Yeah, you, you told me about it. It was that doesn't um, sound so that's good. pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So um, I guess you're going to have to have uh, a day in court to get that one fixed there. Yeah, there's going to be lawyers involved and it's going to oh, be a dear. lot of fun. It's amazing. I've never heard of a drain line costing so much money before. You know, the, the thing is, when you look at the contract, everything they're paid up for the work they did. They they're paid up, and they're trying to extort more money out of us. And um, they picked the wrong person to try to extort because I will fight them tooth and nail. Well, that's good. That's good. As far as I can see, my friend, it's a pretty clear cut case, and I don't see why you wouldn't win. I wish Boys you the best agree. of luck. Yeah, I wish <laughs> you the best of luck. All right, Mister Wizard, what do you got? Um, I've tried to spend the odd day or two not actually doing much because obviously i've got a lot with exams in the door but there's always something that hits you in the face and there was one thing from last week which i wanted to speak about because um basically we i did the climate thing didn't i there has been lots going on we've had the why in such an age where they're shoving the climate thoroughly up our backsides that when they have another paris summit why isn't it televised because the people would then find out what the hell's going on because there was at least um 50 heads of state alongside representatives from instead of giving a list various international institutions and civil society you could say and our nice french person was hosting it macron who apparently went to a Elton John concert the other day? I've heard as well. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah while he, while while his people are getting rather upset. So, but um, because um, it's been a long time since they started they, the the Paris Agenda or Agenda Twenty One, which is which could talk about. But it's they're thinking of overhauling the global financial system for climate solidarity. Apparently, so they've gone from. Now, now that they've directly opened that they're going to try and globally put all the money to monies alongside each other for climate solidarity. Many <laughs> so of the it's a solidarity idiots, movement now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, many of the political leaders that went to that Paris summit. I mean, you had Macron, you had the ice cream man from your country, Schultz, of course, yeah, Sunak, of course, yeah. uh -huh. and De Silva, and people like that, you know, from Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you see, they all put their name to something which they penned, and they urgently working to fight poverty and inequalities, apparently. And this was because uh, obviously the French, some of the French papers pick it up. Um, there's one over there called Le Monde, and this was one that picked it up. And I, I, th I think they were taking the mick. They're giving it. How can they pen their names to this? 
you know, somebody, uh, sorry, what inequality? I mean, the expense of that man's watch created yeah, 90, inequality. Watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let you know what I mean? On the table. I mean, how many people, families in France, how many energy bills would that pay for a period of time so they could have the basics? What's well, solidarity, Ned? <laughs> Oh yeah, and guess and it's all under the guidance of that criminal organization called the UN. But this this um overhauling of the global financial system for climate solidarity, yeah. Guess what the estimated cost per year they reckon they're gonna put on this. Is it the number that John Kerry put out? Was it uh was it in excess was it one trillion a year or something like that? Yeah, to respond to the climate and biodiversity crisis, one trillion a year. Yeah. So you've got this coming from one angle. You've got the who with their pandemic treaty, which want X amount from a, another one. So, and the UN are in line with the who and everything else. So Oxfam jumped on board this as well. And they reckon it's estimated 3.9 trillion per year will be needed over the same period of time to fight poverty and inequality and climate change. So Oxfam had jumped on top of it, and the World Bank then decided to jump on top of it at this Paris summit and estimated it will take 4 trillion to build the infrastructure for all this. So basically, they reckon the cost to 2030 exceeds 60 trillion a year for all of this no between now for all of this okay so yeah but hang on aren't we we're in 23 nearly 24 yeah are we going to find 60 trillion just for this idiocy with all the rest of the idiocy that's coming from the other way well that kind of money let's just be be honest here that kind of money doesn't exist that is the new paris summit and that took place on the 22nd and 23rd june and so basically between now and 2030 between that lot to sort it out it's just madness. No, no, it's just that that's not even feasible. It this is this is um it, this goes back to the Green New Deal that AOC was promoting a few years ago. Bruce, you remember that the um uh, the Green New AOC. Deal and it, the yeah, estimated yeah. cost of that, just that, right from the United States side of things, not taking into account the UK, the EU, Australia, any of that, just to take in the United States and nothing else was going to cost by their estimations one hundred trillion us mm, wonderful isn't it? but you gotta remember back i mean they're doing this new new paris summit because the uh, the agenda 21 has run its course and created yeah, that, all this was a mile problem. That, uh, that was uh, a mile marker that's just to get them to the next thing and then when they hit 2030 was, yeah. we're going to be hearing all about 2050 oh yeah 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 that's that's the entire globe's gdp for one year 60 trillion. The, the, the no the the upper end of what the green new deal was uh-huh. Which was the 100, 100 trillion. trillion. Oh, okay. All right. That's so 100 trillion 100 tr is okay. the 100 trillion. GDP. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we've got these guys doing the same thing again, right? Because people don't get it. That last summit in 1992, which was called the Earth Summit, which is uh, that's where they birthed that Agenda 21. And that has really got us to where we are now. And there was 179 countries signed up for that. And that was really the biggest mistake out. And that when a lot of movement happened, the wall came down and a lot of things happened and a lot of people came straight on board and started to push this. We had Prince Charles there and that mad hatter should have been kept out of it. You had several billionaires, oil billionaires, should I say. And in fact, so you've got these oil billionaires pushing the climate agenda. Excuse me, first things don't add up, does it? This means there is no real green agenda. This is just going to come back around. And in fact, the Secretary General of the United Nations at the time was Morris Strong. And he uh -huh. was an oil billionaire himself. Yeah? Of course he was, and yes. And who did he used to work for? He worked for the Rockefellers. And then you had Al Gore there. You had Obama. You had George Soros. In fact, you had just about all the globalist idiots that could have filled the place. So once again, it was corporate and government. And that was 92. And that's what's got us here today. So those named people slide, do their bit, get here. Now we're into the next phase. 
and they want even more. I'd just yeah. like to point out, yeah, I'd just like to point out, you say that Maurice Strong uh, worked for the Rockefellers. Well, that might very well have been the case, but that doesn't excuse where he's buried. And he's buried in communist China next to Mao himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But then I don't care where the man's buried. But yes, oh, I don't either. Got a good point. You yeah, have got a good point. Mm. Because that's that's quite a big thank you, isn't it? Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a big thank you. Thank you very much for doing what you did. Womph. Yeah, no, sorry, Johnny, but that is a very valid point. Not many people will get buried there. No, I think the only other person that might, might, and I say might, this is a big might, but the only other person that might get that privilege in there probably won't want to yeah probably won't want to would be mr gates would be my guess because he's a friend you see he's a friend indeed yes don't get me started on him i have got well he's he seems to be taking just just to kind of draw some parallels here he seems to be taking how do i put it he seems to be picking up and doing what maurice strong was doing as in buying up all the farmland and, and making the deals and and buying up the aquifers in the United States and doing deals with China on their behalf and getting involved in uh, in health programs and things. That's a well, lot of what Maurice Strong did. Well, and the, climate the sooner he is deported I don't, I'm trying to and then out, he... everything's frozen and taken back. Yeah. Did he come back or is he still there? I don't know. I can't. I don't find know him. either. Yeah, we we usually try and keep tabs on where he is, but, but we I do I do know one thing about him, and that's going to get onto my favourite nasty. It is my favourite nasty. It's not my favourite nasty. I just hate the damn thing. Because Gates, right? He still had his foot in something, and it's called. And I was trying to because I I said I was going to do the climate thing, but this happened at the same time the information came in, and what what we don't understand is everybody's trying to forget covid and the um media pushes before covid and after covid as if covid never happened and it's out the way and it's whatever and they're just trying to do this thing yeah and yet everybody knows the vaccines didn't work and they would never work because the virus actually mutates so quickly and they've known it since the 90s and the papers are there and the information's there and people have testified to the fact in Brussels in Europe and all the information's out there finally. And yet, let's just gloss over it. We've made our money. People are still dying at an exponential rate. The mortality rate in all countries that have actually been vaccinated at a fairly high percentage are copping this. I have a couple of places I've got to speak about later. But why are they still pushing the vaccine? Why are they creating new vaccines for COVID? What is the point of that other than to put the people in a worse position and to make more money? And there's the thing out there, if some some people would like to have a look at it, yeah, it's called Skycovian, S-K-Y-C-O-V-I-O-N. It's a COVID vaccine, yeah, and it just got regulated and approval, although this is old because, I mean, I had it over a week ago. And the thing is, I picked it up because it's from the UK and the MHRA, i.e. the Healthcare Products Regulating Agency. We're the only ones that have actually, until a week ago or so, have actually approved it. Now, it's actually developed in South Korea, and it's classified as a nanoparticle vaccine, and it gets significant funding by Mr. Gates. Significant funding by Mr. Gates, right? Go figure. Yeah, and but the trouble is, it combines parts of the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein with an adjuvant, which is an activating thing, which is the ASO3, which is the glaxocline thing again, which has caused nothing but problems in previous vaccines for decades. Yeah, so basically, it's supposed to help create a stronger immune response. But hang on. Isn't this the same problem we've had with the COVID vaccines, the vaccines we've all because the, the response has been so strong it's caused problems and the body starts fighting itself in many respects. So to me, it's a no-no. But this, is created, this has been created in South Korea for the third world, I believe. And this is why he's been tramping around uh, in Africa and wherever, because he's told them and he's got them on board that they are the future. Yeah, they are his future. Now, these South America and Africa are, there's a massive of raw materials. And if they're going to create a vaccine to get all of these countries in debt, and so they become beholden to them because of debt, well, and Gates is the best friend of China, uh, 
but it doesn't you know you you start you can make up your own answers to this but this is basically um what i'd like to put out there is the um tests and the actual where the mh mhra have actually put a guideline report and this is their worries <laughs> but they've actually agreed to this and pushed it forward uk I mean, we are, we, uh, sorry, sometimes it, the, the, beyond me. It says the duration and protection afforded by the vaccine is unknown. Ongoing clinical trials. Effects on the immune, um, uh, Im immune system of individuals is unknown. Limitation on vac vaccine effects effectiveness. No protection anticipated on the first dose. And individuals may not be fully protected until 14 days after the second dose. Right. So you've got to take at least two doses and then it may or may not work. As with other vaccines, SkyCovin may not protect all vaccine recipients. Efficacy was not evaluated as part of the clinical trials program. Um, they don't know whether it might interact with other medical products. Yeah. No interaction studies have been performed. With reference to pregnancy, no experience with use of SkyCovin on pregnant women from clinical trials. And obviously that means breastfeeding. It's unknown whether SkyCovin will excretiate in breast milk, uh, be um, excreted in breast milk. And this has been approved. Well, it hasn't been approved, I think. By the UK. Has it been actually approved or has it been given emergency use authorization? It's been... Hang on, it's been, hang on, it's not been approved for use in the UK, but they have actually approved the use of it. You've got to make your choice of whether you use it or not as an independent so country. Okay, so it's it, it's essentially it's the, your version of emergency use authorization. So they Well, being a vaccine against COVID is yeah. pointless. It is pointless, but they had to make it relevant. They had to make it the only option in order for them to get by law, in order for them to get that emergency use authorization through. Oh, yeah, they which... just needed one country and one medical institution. And then the actual independent countries have to agree whether they're going to allow use or not. Well, yes, but the prerequisite to that is getting rid of all the therapeutics and other alternative forms of treatment before you introduce the vaccine because the vaccine only gets emergency use if there are no other alternatives for treatment. Yeah, but we are the only ones that have given it approval so far. Approval, full approval. Yeah, it just got regulatory approval from the UK Medicines. Okay, all right. So it's, it is a full approval then, all right. That is why I've put it out there. Okay. We are the only ones that seem to have given it, but we've given it appro approval to be used somewhere else. That's what the US did. They said, oh, the Pfizer one is approved. No. It wasn't. They just played some word games with you. That's all they did. Yeah. They actually approved a, a vaccine called Comirnaty that was available. I believe it was only in South America is where that one was available. So, so if you go to a third world country and you say, do you know, the UK have approved this, medically approved this. You don't have to say they've medically approved it, but they ain't going to use it because they think it's a piece of shit. They just have to say that someone has approved it. And then somebody will go, really? Oh, OK, then. And then they're on board. It is a political way to wrangle and put another country in a bad position and it will hurt the people i mean what's the point we don't know whether the first one will work look into it if, if you're in any any vaccine look into the name of it look what it does look for the clinical trials if there's nothing positive and solid coming out of it other than corporate jargon don't bother because you're going to be hurting yourself or your kids that is all i can say just look into it and there are natural things that you can use. There are better stuff out there. And definitely not the chicken meat that they grow in labs either. Well, isn't that terrible? You looking forward to that one? Mm, too much. Talking of chicken meat, talking of birds, there was um, a big thing going around, wasn't there? They've been doing that thing about avian flu and stuff like that. And there was some feedback on that because people, you remember we had all these birds dropping dead all over the place, yeah? And they started to look into where and how and... It was a big thing saying, oh, it's avian flu, it was killing these. But then somebody went, well, hang on a second. This avian flu seems to be going across the world very quickly and hitting everything everywhere, but not all things. Because they started to say, well, there's a community of birds 100 miles from here 
and they haven't been affected. Whereas this group has been affected. Then they started to look into something. And this is where you get what people call another conspiracy theory. And they said, well, hang on. We have now looked into, they've built uh, a very large quantity of 4G, 5G towers here. And you're starting, the bird life is starting to either drop dead where they are and where there's been communities or nesting areas for centuries or decades, they no longer do it. They've actually moved somewhere else. So people have got to understand, in the old days, you used to have, I don't even know where, I haven't seen it for ages, you used to have homing pigeons, you used to have homing pigeon races and stuff like that, which seemed to be more scarce. And they actually know how to follow these defined lines across the world to get from A to B and stuff like that. And yeah, everything that we put out there, and if it's got a lot of power, I can see how it's going to affect. But what they found out is since a lot of these birds have died in certain areas, they've actually found new nesting areas that are away from these towers and stuff. So you get your proof where adjacent areas, say 100 miles from these towers or whatever, weren't affected and the ones that have any ones that have died in the area and there are still some existing birds or some that maybe didn't all die they found another nesting area so it seems like yeah we are having a serious effect on this but just think about it if you live within your 15 minute cities and everything and all these land areas like you'll never know in the future will you they'll just go up and they won't care I don't it's think very interesting. Care. Yeah, I don't think people care now. Do you know what they're actually doing in, in a lot of these places? They're disguising them. Now, why would they be doing that? They're disguising them as lampposts, as trees, as bushes, as... Well, actually, like these... your, five, your, your 5G connections and everything are going up on most of your street posts now. Street yeah, yeah, they're going up on street lights. Yeah, they're going but they're not telling yeah. people about it. They're, they're not telling yeah. people. They're just putting them up, saying, here you go. Yeah. You want it? You've got it. We can supply it. But no one asks for these... that. No, nobody's <laughs> asking for that. It's like these electric cars. No one is asking for that. So once again, these green people and these eco warriors like that. What nationality is that? Git. Which Greta, Git? There's whatever so her name Git. is. Oh, Thunberg. Yeah, uh, Swedish. Swedish. She is. She's she's on top of this, obviously. She was arrested a couple of days ago. I didn't know if you heard the sad news or not. She was hauled away by the Swedish police for blocking a, uh, an entrance on a port to a couple of tankers that were trying to dock. Oh, she, hopefully she's big enough to block a tanker, but never mind. That not be, quite. No, she, <laughs> she just so happened to have been released long enough to get down to Kiev and visit uh, Zelensky. <laughs> really? You, you yeah. think I'm joking? No, no, no. You, no, you haven't heard this? I don't hadn't heard pay that. any attention you hadn't to heard that. that. Oh, it's, it's, too, it's, a, it, it's too good. It's a corporate com comedy platform, Ukraine. It is just, oh, it's just ridiculous. There it is. Yeah, but one idiot is playing up to the other idiot. I, I don't understand the agenda here. What, what's this got to do with climate change? Well, why is she there? I don't know. What, I what have green no agenda can she have? No clue. Other than tell him to wear another green top. Maybe that's it. You know, what, what thread like are you your using green. for your, for your shirts? Not, I don't know. It's not my sort of green. Just Zelensky, you know, change your green. He's not even talking to her. I mean, if you look at the seating arrangement, she's not even... She does the introduction, you know, they introduce and talk. But when you look at the seating arrangement, she's three seats down from yeah. uh, away from him. She's not even like the main focus, if you will. It's it's whoever her, um, the other people there. Yeah, just uh, nod your head. It's a yep. it's a photo shot. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. It's just a photo op. Yeah, but it just makes the farce of it all. It does. The, there is no point unless Greta, you're going to be classified as a warmonger now. Well, I don't know. Is there don't is know. there a greener way to bury the Ukrainians? I don't know. The funeral department is she now? She's going into something. I'm not sure. Yeah, biodegradable coffins. She's sorry. The whole Ukraine thing is a farce. Always has been. Um, I'm losing interest in it. I mean, in the centre of the town, the local town, which is the big town next to us, you have the cenotaph in the middle. Yeah, and everybody does go there. You know, on November the 11th, da 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 da. And like Union Jack's and Union Jack's still up there. Yeah, uh -huh. but this no, this is. The, I mean, this isn't London. This is where we are. And the thing is, there's two flagpoles. The Union Jack was up there, and for a while now, the Ukrainian flag has been up there. 
Well, guess what he got pulled down for? And something else got put up I'm there the gonna other day. I'm going to go with, because of where we are, I'm going to go with the pride flag. Uh, I actually went to my door. I go, that's a very colorful flag. What do you think that is? She goes, Dad, if it's if it's straight colored lines and it's got a, like, a triangular thing and whatever, and she, that's the LGBT plus, 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 plus. Two S is what it's supposed to lead off with. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God. You know, and what is that up there? I mean, that is just ridiculous. Net over at a cenotaph? Yeah. Over a town cenotaph? I mean, excuse me, all those people that died in the wars and whatever, for whatever reason, and not just them two wars, every blooming war there is, to have that flying over them? I'm sorry, I'm disgusted. And I didn't have the heart to send Marty a photograph of it because he would have just gone off the planet. I think he would have hopped in the car, driven up there, ripped it down, and made yes. sure that the right flag went back up there. But it's just it's just ridiculous. So the Union Jack is flying next to a pride flag. It's just it's, it's beyond me. Um, Trudeau was in uh, Reykjavik the other day, and they have an entire street in Reykjavik, Iceland, that is painted with the pride flag, and he did a nice little selfie there, and he says, it's great to be here for pride season. Uh-huh. Season. Oh, that's another another reason not to go there. Especially, well, all the four banks in um, Iceland are um, owned by who? Hang on. What's that colorful black black something? Black Stone. Rock? Uh, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, hang on. Uh, the banks are ours, so you're ours. So yeah, everything's well, ours. And, Iceland yeah. is very, very volcanically active, so they do have a lot of black rocks. Mm, yes, it's only fitting. The only useful stuff is what comes out the volcano. Those oh, other speaking ones of black rock, you know, one of their brand managers is uh, Jacinda Ardern. Did you know that she was made a dame last week? Did you? I did tell you that. Yeah, she, yeah, she told me. Yes. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean anything in this country. Not anymore, no. Used to no, at one just, point in time. It just means, damn, another one. That's all it means. Nothing else. It's a shame, really. You know, that was, uh, a, like, you is, actually used to is. have titles that were Every, Everything has lost any worth that it had. You know, they, who were they meant to look up for? Up to? Oh, hang on. Everyone. Even, even when someone was knighted, you know, like back in the day, even when someone was knighted, when someone was given the title, sir, that was even respected in America. Yeah, well, the, we've always had some idiots that got it. You know, but yeah, but I some mean, people did is, deserve it. Yeah, some it, it people used did to, deserve it. It used to be something that was an like a legitimate, honorable thing. Uh, to yeah, receive. it usually took a life's work, yeah. and it, yeah. it was usually somewhere along the way you helped people, not just killed people. Maybe there's a tag there for how many of the populations of the world you've reduced now, and there's a pegging board. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm I'm just waiting the for the day that Mr. Ferguson himself gets his knighthood. That's all I'm waiting on. Because At Fergie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, oh, don't. There are some horrible people out there. Now, the thing is, this this vaccine thing, when you when you look into it and you start to look into the effects of it and why they're still pushing it. It becomes one horror story after another because certain names that there was a Dr. Paul Offit popped up the other day when you start looking into it. And he actually is from the Vaccine Education Center. He's the director of it, happens, you know, his own hospital in Philadelphia. And he made a statement and people make statements, but then other people pick it up or similar statements. And this git put out a statement. He said, in theory, now, he's in charge of a hospital, whether it's corporate run or whatever. He's still a director of it, yeah? In theory, he said, healthy infants. Is he healthy infants? That doesn't make sense But when you hear the next and the following. Healthy infants could safely get up to 100,000 vaccines at once. 100,000 vaccines at once? I mean, that's an incredibly stupid number, even if you are a doctor. So then you wait for the fallout from that. And then you go and see, well, who's picked it up? And we had David Salisbury. And he he, ref he goes, a baby's immune system could actually tolerate perfectly well a thousand vaccines. Okay. So then you hear it from somewhere else and you keep hearing it and you go, well, I'm going to look up my own NHS. Let's go to our NHS fact checkers and see what happens. MMR, the facts, who quote US research saying that a child system could cope with 10,000 vaccines at one time. So we've got all these health systems saying you could just pump a child full of vaccines. And yet you've got, from the early days, the virologists who were against it, and rightly so, saying 
that these kids do not need to be vaccinated against an endless amount of things because they need to actually be associated with some of these things like measles. They need to be associated with things like chicken pox so they can fight off greater pathogens later on. And the proof's out there because they know shingles is up. Shingles became more predominant when they started to vaccinate against chicken pox. You need to get it so the child that you associate with as an adult then gets their system rejacked again and they don't get shingles. But now shingles, where it used to be predominant in, or you possibly could get it later on in life, the kids are getting it now because they're getting vaccinated against chickenpox. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. And these guys are saying you can pump the kids full of whatever. So then you start looking at it and it really starts to really annoy me because you see what BBC Verify would say is all conspiracies. And you go, well, they're saying mortality rates are up. We know mortality rates are up. It's out there. Our own ONS system in this country tells us people are dying. More people are dying post-COVID than before. But the kids, you got that thing out there called SIDS, haven't you? Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. And then you look, and I always try to find data which actually will support anything to do with it. You, I want to find the stuff that supports the vaccine, but there isn't any solid data that ever supports it kids adults everything's dying but then i went and found a bit of interesting information which really wound me up even more in japan they stopped vaccinating the babies for two years and the sids dropped straight off and it just stopped why did they start it again and now they're getting sudden infant death syndrome again due to vaccine after being vaccinated i shouldn't say due i should say just go and look yourself but they stopped it because of an outcry and now they started it again and kids are dying again it does it just sticks in my throat i'm sorry it really really does and it's the the history's there all the data's there but then people will say well it's got to be a conspiracy they wouldn't do these to their own people they wouldn't do this to the world population you know people that is all you get back and then if you don't even get that answer you get the blank looks or the oh you're not talking about this again or whatever because they're not interested. But it's going to come a time where you are associated with or related to somebody that's gone. And obviously, you get the side effect of that. And then you get a link. And then you get a link given it. And I'm looking into the children. And that horrible git, Peter Hotez, pops up again. And then you find... and then I, So I just look into him and he basically... And then he, he comes out with a statement. And you got to love this one. Because he foresees an imminent global food catastrophe and he published this in 2022 towards the end of that right mass starvation what answer did he come up with he came up with something called a malnutrition vaccine what the hell is that i'm assuming that they're going to try and give you nutrition through a vaccine i'm sure gates would appreciate that oh well you don't need food you just need this <laughs> i mean i haven't even looked into that and i went whoa I mean, we know he's a horrible individual as it is. People have lost so, their minds. <laughs> but then I, I thought, well, I'm just going to look into. Gates made a lot of money out of this. So where does Hotez fit into it? Because basically he works for the Center for Vaccine Development. And guess where? A Texas children's hospital. And um, he's got his own vaccines out there. He's got hookworm infection vaccine and something called a schizosomiasis vaccine, which are in phase one or two trials, which I've got are it. I, you get to a point where, hang on, I'm going to save this till later because I've absorbed too much and it's really not good. And it, then he goes, it's a non-profit product development. Hmm. And yet he's the director of a charity which he pays himself out of. So, well, that's, that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. That's a good they'll, business. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll set up a, a 501c3, you know, tax-exempt foundation, then they'll turn around and they'll draw a salary from it. Yeah, which then enables him to write scientific papers yes. and pump anything out, Yes, which people then refer to and go, well, have you seen this scientific paper? So this is a very self-serving individual which works at a children's hospital, yeah, and he's talking about things called a mal malnutrition vaccine, and he gets his research, all the money, he pays himself what he sees fit. Ah, it's just, it's just. I mean, sorry, that's not open for abuse, really, is it? No, not in the least. But well, that's what they I do. Say? 
That's what they do. It's and I was actually told a long time ago that if we want to look at uh, a lot of the the corruption stateside in and in, in the West, basically, if we want to look at it just in in our terms, if we want to just concentrate on the institutions, we need to look at the ideological left, and we need to look at that connection with the tax exempt foundations. That's what they have turned into money laundering operations. I know. And when they don't want to do something, yeah, this is what annoys me, yeah. When they don't want to do something, even those charities, right, you take one such as um, the American Cancer Society, yeah, they made a statement about, hang on, we think the care that we're giving is making us have too much of a carbon footprint. So, hang on, are, you, are they saying that we're going to have to stop our care? for patients because our carbon footprint is too high that's what they're saying yeah yeah and and it all comes out of because these hospitals are corporate funded hospitals yeah so you've got your esg that you've got to go in with now you i thought hospitals are meant to not cause harm so indirectly saying hang on we've done our quota you're not on the list because that'll create our carbon footprint too high for care. So carbon footprint before care? You can make it, they make up a carbon footprint. We know that the uh, CO2 agenda is a load of bunk, yeah? And the climate thing is a load of bunk. And it's just pushing a corporate agenda. And this proves it, where they're actually doing this in, in the hospitals. What a horrible statement to make. Doctors... And hospitals well, are just meant a, to care. Yeah, but sick. it's like this is another justification for them to bring in the death panels and rationing care that they tried to do a few years ago, if you if you recall that. <laughs> Don't you start going down well, a euthanasia check. But that's, yeah, but that's what they're doing. That's that's exactly what they're doing. It's not any different than than the same than this agenda with um, uh, what were you talking about? Uh, they're talking about this this uh, solidarity climate movement now. All that is yeah. is Marxism. It's wrapped in a in another veil. Uh, it's, all it, it it's all it's all wrapped up in. But you hear the same buzzwords. You hear, you hear all the agenda. same. Yeah, it's just another social agenda. It's just getting hit from so many different directions. Yeah, I totally agree. It is a social control, and it's just to once they've worn everybody down, which they seem to have done most of the mass already. And they will, if they can put up with death, death of their offspring, death of their relations, death of their sports personalities, and whoever else they want to worship. Yeah, okay. So what do you do next then? Hand out numbers. Everybody's got a number and we'll have a lottery this month of whether you will be accepted to press the button and end your life. How's that then for the betterment of the world and the climate and whatever? Put your hand in a hat and pick out so many numbers and... We know certain people won't have a number, will they? Although they'll say that all their numbers are in there. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just saying that. <laughs> I did want to have a New Zealand. Oh, what did they do? June 26th, New Zealand Herald paper. They actually said two Auckland suburbs rugby club players suffered a critical life-threatening injuries in consecutive weeks. So I thought, hang on, consecutive weeks. That's two now and two earlier. Yep, there was four. Two managed to get to hospital after dropping on the pitch. Two didn't. Two actually died. So there was four. And this was mid-game, yeah? So they called it injuries rather than medical, but apparently it was blood clots to the brain. Who would have thought? So basically they collapsed on the field, which had the symptoms of a cardiac arrest. Now, <laughs> the Auckland Rub Rugby Union obviously had to say something. Well, you can't exactly went, deny that. Mm, we're unaware of the cause. We are fortunate that events of this nature are extremely rare. Rare, Hang yeah, on. sure. Hang yeah. on, you just had two last week, <laughs> and you've had another two this week. It's still extremely, extremely rare. rare. Still yeah. extremely rare, statistically. Yeah, yeah. Of course, mm. they're probably extrapolating that out over, oh, I don't know, 100 years. Yeah, I know. So you sniff around and, what, and then you find, I mean, I've been to Wellington and I sniff around and somebody lets some information out of Wellington. Um, hospitalizations for heart attacks are up by 83%. Uh-huh. Yeah, strokes are up by 25%. Excess deaths are up by 18%. And this is, and then you give it, hang on. So somebody's let this information out from there. But why isn't it being splashed across the media? So 
I what did do we have? see yeah, I did see an article out of the UK earlier this week, and I was gonna hold it for you for the weekend. Do I have it? I'm pretty sure I do. Here it is. This is out of the Daily Fail, you know, it's a great publication, uh, Daily Fail. Yeah, World's fail. deadliest diseases are coming to the UK because of climate change. Mosquitoes and ticks carrying viruses with death rates of up to 50% will make Britain home. Experts, Experts warn. Yeah. <laughs> Experts Now, so basically, as the death rate goes up and people go flip-flop, they're going to say, it's due to climate change. Well, you see here, uh, the deadly viruses coming to Britain are Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, Rift Valley fever, dengue, and Zika. Oh, dengue fever's coming again. Yeah. Remember, they vaccinated against that and nearly killed loads of people. Yeah, well, Fauci, uh, Fauci, to his credit, he did say that Zika is probably one of the most successful vaccines they've ever developed. So you got that oh, to look yeah. forward to. Yeah, yeah I, I think COVID's the best vaccine they've developed. It's killed more people than anything. Uh, that is very so successful. I, I reckon that's, that's going to get the winning post. And the, if they can pump how many into children and whatever, you're, you're just going to... Great. Marvellous. Look forward to it. I think I'm going to um, fight it on my own way. I'm surprised... But, is that the, the cheese and marmite sandwiches? Is that is that what it is? On the on the hot <laughs> hey, cross bun? Is it? <laughs> don't get don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's it's hot cross buns with cheese and marmite. Toasted hot cross buns with cheese and marmite. Toasted. Yeah, you can't forget. The have toasted. you found any hot cross buns yet? I have. Not. I went out and bought. I went out and bought half a dozen the other day. I bet you. did. And they were very nice, Johnny. I'm sure that they were. Yeah, I've not found any yet. Go ahead, Bruce. <laughs> I'm surprised they're not also saying the, the the geopolitical conflicts that's happening over there in Ukraine and the disruptions to supply chains isn't also pushing the need for these uh, vaccinations against uh, these diseases, because uh, that's one of the arguments they're using for that uh, malnourished vaccine that they're talking about. Oh, malnutrition uh, vaccine. I yeah, mean, yeah, what yeah. of you, please? Yeah. I know, it's just a joke. That's their argument is Ukraine, geopolitical events in Ukraine and social disruptions in supply chain from COVID-19 pandemic could produce global food shortages or even mass starvation events. Okay, so the interruptions to Ukraine food, which generally went to the third world, not actually. And we did discover that some of the stuff that was meant to go to the third world turned up in countries like Spain and actually was used as feed to their animals. I mean, come on. So we've got it's bunker because basically most of it went to the third world anyway. So, yeah, we also found out that some of that, not all of it, obviously, but some of that, a very nice chunk of it went to Cuba. Well, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? China's friend. That's what they're saying. And Russia's friend. They just <laughs> gave him 25 million yeah. tons. Yeah, it, it's it's just one stupid lie after another, but a lie that people will believe. And, you know, like um, after the horse horse teeth from New Zealand stepped down and whatever, because once she instituted that um, new intelligence move to get the people to, what is it, dob on their neighbours? Rat on each other, yes. Yeah, and they create that little booklet for everybody. So what they've done, New Zealand, Australia, they're doing the same thing. They're putting into legislation to do with misinformation. So basically what they're doing is there's going to be massive fines to the media if they do misinformation. Who decides what's information? The government, right? Okay, so the government decides what's misinformation. No, there isn't such a thing as misinformation. If somebody wants to debate something, it should be allowed. It's some, there has to be for and against for people to be enlightened one way or the other. As soon as governments come out with, we've got to control misinformation, you know there's an agenda. Misinformation just means agenda. Macron, but the thing is... Macron is actually saying that today. What, the same thing? Yes, that they need to control the social media posts to um, calm these riots. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, the thing is, within Australia and New Zealand... There is a clause in the misinformation thing. Guess who won't get fined if they give accidentally give misinformation out? Uh, I'm going to go with the mainstream media companies and no, the government. Mainstream media can be fined billions. Oh, they can. But the okay. government, but the government decide what's misinformation, and they can't. Be but they, they 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 don't they can't be held liable. The government cannot be held liable if they accidentally give out misinformation, which then can be used and is open for abuse by the corporate word who probably tells them what to say. So if the government say this, something, and then the corporate or somebody else uses their misinformation, it can't be held liable as long as the government has led it. 
wait a minute. So are they guaranteed that protection or uh, by that? I mean, uh, I'm not questioning the government part. I'm questioning the part of, okay, let's say the media is reporting what the government says, but the government is, is then like, oh, wait, we got it wrong. Uh, that was, that was, that wasn't right. So the media is then protected from misinformation for reporting what the government said, or can the government then go yeah, after the, the, the media? media? It looks like the media can't lead, but they can mm -hmm. follow a lead. Okay. So basically, if okay. the government then looks like they'll be hanging on strings of, hang on, who lobbies, who lobbies them and pays for them, and that wouldn't be the corporations, would it? No. No, so, no not at all. So it looks like they're basically just tying the loose ends up with a back door. Okay. Because uh, yeah. uh, the, the, the reason I was asking is I, I could see a scenario to where if if the, the, the media and whatnot didn't have the protections for reporting government, the government could have intentionally put out misinformation. Um, the media just to then bring somebody down, you mean? Just to bring someone down. Yeah. No, they don't need to, do they? Because basically, at the end of the day, if they give out accidental misinformation, it could be fed back to them and say, well, sorry, yes, that was. Yeah. And that gives them their back door. Whereas, and then the media's got to follow their path. What they're saying is, you cannot put anything out without us knowing, really, because you can be held liable to it. And that is too much control. That is just too much control. Totally. From the people that actually perpetuate disinformation and misinformation is the, the, the funny thing about all of it. Um, do they not have uh, freedom of press clauses there in New Zealand? It's all just about getting hit down. No, these are the legislation that's being pushed through. For New They're Zealand doing it and whatever. They're doing because it everywhere. Because basically, the latest outcry against this legislation in one of the papers was they actually put um, five things <laughs> they were having a moan about. They said plans um, to coop up people in cities. Hang on. Everyone's getting that as well. Complaints that not enough people have access to euthanasia. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, there we are. Too. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> Mandated medical interventions and loss of employment. Hang on, that's happening everywhere. You need uh, euthanasia if you can't get those things, I suppose. Yeah. Borrowings on a scale that mortgage the national <laughs> the national future of the country. Oh, yeah, that's God's happened. Sake. That's happened, isn't it? COVID did that. And uh, government control of press and censorship of social media. Well, you got it right. That's happening everywhere. It's not just you guys. No, it's, it's just about happening. That is the agenda put plainly into five bitch statements. But it's not a bitch. It's happening. It is happening on those levels everywhere. However, whether your government wants to be quiet about it, it's not getting pushed through the media in your face like that. In any truth, it's just happening. And yeah, I don't know. Is, is there any upside to anything? There's a couple of funny things going on. We like funny things. What do you have that's funny? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not funny, really. I find it quite... <laughs> Your American Civil Liberties Union. Oh, that is the most anti-American organization that we have next to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm. They get 50 million in grants from individuals and, fa and foundations. No government funding, apparently, but there's 400,000 members. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very, very big organization. Right. And the thing is, when they take a case on, apparently they don't charge a client. No, it's all pro bono. Yeah. Well, I found the client and that they can't charge. Is, they couldn't yeah, charge. It's, it's 99.9999999% yeah. political when they take yeah, the case. Yeah, you're not wrong. This one, they picked on this client because he's dead already. <laughs> They're <laughs> representing a dead man. Okay, so he's a Democrat. Yeah, no, Got it. Yeah, no, no, no. Guess, yeah, this, is, this, is, uh, this tickled me. You know, they had to push. And what's the biggest agenda now? It's the trans agenda, isn't it? Uh -huh. So basically, a, person, a bloke called Dwayne Owen was executed in Florida. He was convicted of raping and murdering two women in 1984. So they finally put him on the chair. Yeah. yeah? Uh -huh. One of them was a 14 year old babysitter. The second one was a 38-year-old mother. But the thing was, he did two attacks on other women who survived. So, you know, the chances how they got him. Yeah? Yeah. Right. But then, guess what he came up with? He wanted permission to transition, and they didn't allow it. So, now he's dead. This American Civil Liberties Union is spending money against the state of Florida. Why are they picking on Florida? DeSantis. Mm, yeah for never providing medically necessary gender-affirming care to this Care. I love, I love this gender-affirming care. For yeah. raping and killing, and they've taken this up. 
I mean, sorry, that organization needs to be scrapped. I agree. You're not going to get any <laughs> argument from me. That I mean, is the most terrible I mean, sorry, excuse that... for, for a legal representation <laughs> in the U.S. So, they, a dead person, and now they shove, oh, you've got anyone that speaks up with any common sense, they find some idiot organization to then start going, a dead person. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Well, so they deserve representation too, Ned. What's so wrong with basically, you? Basically, <laughs> uh, this person wanted to transition. Um, what happens when you say, can you put them on the stand, please? Well, just to affirm that that's really what they wanted to do. No? They're dead. Okay. Out of court, please. That's <laughs> just, come on, please. This is the other side to this problem, and I, I'll let Bruce jump in there because I can see that he wants to. But there, there's the other side to this problem is is you actually have judges that allow this in their courtrooms. They allow this. It should be as simple as next on the docket, all rise, case dismissed. I don't want this kind of nonsense going on in my courtroom. The shame on all of you. Money. What the the judges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so course. Why didn't even get there? Why did he even get there? You still have to put it through the legal process. Like it still has to go before the judge, you know, or magistrate, whatever you, you know, whatever it is. But when it gets there, you still have to, quote, hear the case. The case has to be there, but they can throw it out in seconds, in yeah. seconds. As soon as they say, OK, you know, all, all parties concerned, case adjourned, dismissed. And that's it. That's it. Gavel down. Get the hell out of my courtroom. Next case, please. But that's not being done. We're actually allowing this this circus to continue. So go ahead, Bruce. It, it, you gotta say it's amusing. Oh, it's sorry, it, Bruce. Well, it's it's not it's like we're we're past the point of being amusing here. We're to the point now where like this is a this is a detrimental effect that it's having on society at large, and it's got to stop. It has got to stop. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Go, no, go ahead, I, 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 thoroughly, I thoroughly agree, but uh, yeah. it's it's showing how society has fallen so far. Society would Johnny, be falling. Johnny, this Johnny, Johnny, shut up. Continue. <laughs> Don't, Bruce. What, Don't get me started uh, on this this radical, insane circus they got. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll what, be quiet. What, what town? What town did they say that was in that they're they're taking this case to? Is it like Miami, for example? Is it some place uh, that is blue? I don't. I don't, didn't actually say where. It's just it's, okay. it's bringing the case against Florida State, uh, and that is just ridiculous. That might explain why. They were able to take the case there and it hasn't been thrown out yet. But the other thing is, I, I don't really think the guy that uh, said he wanted to transition, let's assume for a moment, just for the sake of the argument, that uh, he was genuine and he wants to transition. Let's say he had gender dysphoria for the entire time and he had some kind of grudge against women because he wanted to be a woman himself, right? Whatever. Um, I'm just building a, 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 a case here. At the end of the day, I don't think he really cares now as he's burning in hell. I don't think he really cares that he didn't get his gender-affirming care. What well, What was the point? Like, was that part of the fact that his appeal process failed? I'm assuming, and so the execution went through. There was no stay by the by DeSantis well, come because on, he's the come only on. one. Th think about it. Think about it. Right? It's he's been he's been staving this off since 1984. Yeah. Do you not think that he found a political niche and well, these guys stay well, on course. top of it? Absolutely. And they, they have always got representation and God knows what else, because there's always somebody that wants to get into the public eye one way or another. And actually, they don't care who they use to get in the public eye. And death row people are always a good one. And that somebody would have represented him or said whatever, well, yeah, if you want to stay alive a bit longer and stave this off, what can we use next? And that is where it goes wrong. You get accused of this or whatever. Okay, everybody's entitled to their day of court. That person had it, as far as I'm concerned. More They're than not entitled to a continual political circus. This is where the actual rights of the people that were hurt and everything else, if you're going to lock somebody away, you lock them away for that, whatever. If there's no chance of miscarriage of justice and it's 100%, this, this shouldn't just go on intimacy. And then to be used in a political circus, once that person is dead, as if they should have had rights when they, hang on, two people are dead and other two people are scarred for life. Where's the moral and ethics in that? This is why society's broken. I mean, there will be people screaming up there, everybody's got rights or whatever. But yes, but think of the rights that that person took away from someone else. Yeah? Look at the rights that they had 
they didn't agree that those two people that they raped and put through whatever and hurt the other ones, they didn't think those other people had rights, did they? So don't just look at it from one side of it. Look at the whole picture, balance it up and say, where do we draw the moral line? Not the line of what you want to spout politically, because politics does not have morals and ethics. Politics never did. And that is where the people got to say, you can, you can spout whatever you want. You can shout whatever. But would you dare put yourself on the moral line? And this is where people are failing. They won't put themselves on the moral line. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's like this. Um, I haven't got a problem with what people want to be. I've got a problem of how they think of themselves, of how they want to pull society down because they're just being destructive. There is a hell of a destructive group yes there are probably extremes and there are the, tr the trans there's a feminist movement there's a lesbian movement there's a gay movement whatever. but the true people in that aren't probably amongst all these great big politicized movements they want to live their life as they want to live their life when it gets politicized too far what you gain on board then is a massive group of supporters that aren't even that way inclined which just cause destruction and cause damage. Those are the people that don't really care. They're climbing on board just to shout, even to the point that if you ask some of these people, they'll say, even, they say about all this hate speech, there isn't such a thing as hate speech, it's opinion. If it's angered opinion or whatever, it's still just opinion. And if, if you ask, especially, I mean, they are somewhere between finishing school and up to 30 years of age. And there's so many people there that just come and say, yeah, well, this person is this. Well, where did you get the information from? Well, everyone's saying it. Well, where did you get the information from? They don't even know half the time because half of it's on hearsay and they've just jumped on board because it's a good gig. I can't afford to go to a concert. Why? It's three or four hundred dollars a ticket. I'm going to have my own concert and I'm going to just shout at somebody because that's what it is. It's a group of people just shouting and screaming, you know, and saying that point. Yeah, I agree. Concerts are too expensive nowadays. I was especially now, you know, I've got I've got a teenage daughter and yeah, some of the things she wants, I ain't giving it. Whoa, man, that is expensive. You're not going there. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the the. the Politics does not have morals or ethics, so don't even go there. You've got to apply morals and ethics to everything to find the true worth of it, as far as I'm concerned. And that's only my opinion. And you are entitled to it, and we're happy oh, to you. have it. We are at time. Oh, there was one other thing out there that I'm waiting for, and because I'm going away, there's a report coming out on the 14th of July, just a quick one, from The Who. Mm -hmm. Because... We know that over the years, da 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 sugar has been the downfall of the human race, or one of the downfalls of the human race, and that they've applied this to whatever, and all the food agencies said, yeah, it's okay, or whatever, and bung it in there and do whatever. But NNS, which is non-sugar supplements, apparently, it's said, been said before that it's possibly causes cardiovascular disease, even type 2 diabetes. And it has no nutritional nutritional value. So basically, you know, and they always spout, yeah, have this non-sugar supplement because it's good dietary thing because it's not sugar and that. But once again, it's uh, a side effect. And it's, um, I think it's called aspartame. Aspartame, which, yes. Aspartame, I did see. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been screaming for years about that yeah. particular thing and how it's, it's just got off of bad for you. Oh, it yeah. It's a nasty, yeah. but it's in so much stuff. Because I went to look into what it was in, and the list is bloody endless. And the FDA has approved it safe five times since 1974. Oh, yes, they, have. they have. Yeah. And the WHO apparently are going to make a statement on the 14th of July to say whether it's carcinogenic or not. Uh -huh. So they're going to be loading this one up. Well, here's, so, the, here's the problem with it. it. It actually, it breaks down... Uh, let me put it this way. When they sell it to you as aspartame, so it's the the artificial sweetener. So it's in all of yep. like your your diet sodas or there is no such thing as diet soda. That's a marketing gimmick. It's not even called diet soda where I am. It's called light. So it's, it's Oh, yeah. They call it zero and everything yeah, else. Yeah, zero and everything they? else. Yeah, it's, it's full of that stuff. And I'm like, that's just that that is that's poison. You're that's literal poison you're putting in your yep. body. The fact is, 
is that when they sell it to you, when it has that particular compound in it, the aspartame, it's almost, forgive me, benign in that sense. But, but I had to. But here's the thing. You know the thing? Here's the thing with it. When it reaches a particular temperature mm -hmm. above 80 degrees Fahrenheit, that chemical compound changes and it becomes a toxin, a biotoxin. It is a toxin. And it is equivalent to what is known as formaldehyde. Now, what temperature is your body? Exactly. When you ingest that product, what temperature it's not a does your core system like to be? Exactly. Because it doesn't waver much at all. Mm -hmm. 98.6 is the typical yeah. temperature of the human body. That's Fahrenheit, by the way. Yeah, and when right. that chemical compound that is in that drink that tastes oh so system. sweet, when it enters your system, mm -hmm. it gets altered. And at that point, they are no longer liable. You are voluntarily poisoning yourself putting into yep. your system. Yeah. And so therefore, if you suffer any medical problems whatsoever, that's on you. Yeah, no. That is a new kind of disgusting evil. You couldn't, you, you couldn't have put it more eloquently. And this is the problem with it. And it's been in how many products? I mean, I'm not going to say any of the massive fizzy drinks people out there or whatever that are worldwide conglomerates. It's in there, people. And the problem is, it's not nice. And agua, water. That's what you should be having. I mean, it's like my daughter, when she was younger, she goes, why don't you let me have fizz, dad? Well, there's reasons for it, darling. And I'll tell you why. If you, you know, you don't see me having it or whatever. But there are reasons I could go into the tub. But it's it's better to just say no or whatever. And she's grown it. She's, she's quite healthy. And that's good. And I like that. Because as far as I'm concerned, like all adults should, we're there. Or parents, should I say, to get the child through a healthy educational life as good as we can to a certain age where their body stabilizes sort of thing about 19. Yeah, where their muscle set is there and everything else and their health is at a certain standard, which enables them to put up with all the crap that comes afterwards that you put yourself through because that then becomes your choice whatever no matter what happens you cannot and you do you try and do it in such a nice way and one of those things in life you see this is what gets me the climate co2 and yet we've got a biggest industry in the world and how much co2 do they create to put into these things yep. how many how many fizzy drinks are out there in the world Mm -hmm. how much CO2, CO2. That's how CO2. much CO2 is created created to put into them I bet Greta Dudar what's her name is drinks shitloads of it but the thing is the whole thing is broken but it's so easily seen your common sense that's poured out your left ear hole and left what you think is your intelligence to take what's given to you but if you can't assess it and see the fundamental failings of most of it, then you want to back it up with just a little bit of morals and ethics. Hmm. You might have a whole different point of view, people. It's a hard road. People won't like you for it. And yeah, but it, it, it is a proper road to go down. And um, yes, I'm going away for a week. I'm going to switch off. Well, if I can. And um, you're under orders. You and Marty good luck both. to everybody. You're, you're under orders not <laughs> to be thinking about any of the things going on here. It's hard, mate. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah, um, but, um, have, a, have a lovely holiday. Yeah, we'll try it. I mean, no matter what, uh, my batteries will charge up and I'll just be, yeah. Yeah, a bit of sunshine. The sea is always brilliant. The sea is the womb of the world and it's great. And I just love it. And yeah. Well, give me a, uh, a shout when you land back in England and we will set up the next day and time that you're on. Yeah. No, no, I look forward to it. I have got roaming on my phone, so um, I might just look at a couple of things. You're not to call me. You're not to call me. I'm not going to call you. I might even no. call you a name. No, you're not. You're not to, you might call me a name. That's fine. You might want to say an extended goodbye to Bruce because I'm not sure the next time you'll see him. I know. I spoke to him earlier on. I said, yeah, it's just, I'm just going to not see him next week. And then he's on the reduced time because life starts to get life's getting on top of a lot of people and it's not. It ain't good. Yeah. It's like you, it, isn't, you, it isn't good. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody's really starting to get to a point now where it's like we're treading water. So Oh yeah, know, exactly. Things, uh, things change. Yeah. But um, you know, we're gonna do the best we can. I mean everybody else has to make sacrifices, so unfortunately we're not excluded from that. Yeah. So gotta try and see if things will look up. Gotta Indeed. get lucky. 
Indeed. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and call this one done. Again, we will not be here the rest of the week because of the holiday in America, Independence Day, or as you call it, Ned, Treason Day. You're calling it. Now that's my, <laughs> but it does sound good. <laughs> to you, yes, it does sound good. It sounds very comical to, uh, to us colonials. But um, yeah, because of the holiday, we will be here one day next week and possibly next Monday if Ned gets back and it is not too run down from the flight and everything and wants to, to sit down. I don't get that. I don't get jet lag. Oh, that's right. That's right. You you don't. You're I not. don't. I don't. Being in the services, if you, if you think about it, if you're running part of a ship, uh, whether it's weapon systems or whatever, and you've got the day then, then you've got a shift at night that changes every night. You don't think about patterns. These academics might actually have said to me once while he was shaking in his boots because he couldn't hold a conversation that, I was one of the broken ones when he found out I was in the services. I went, you mean I see clearly and I adapt, and that includes my mentality and physiology, because that is what you learn. Just because you can't adapt and you're myopic, which, bless them, that's how they go on in their own little worlds. It's the only way they can but, exist. Yes, but, um, yeah, so I, I, I took it on as an amusing gesture and a compliment just like that somebody actually mentioned to me once that said you're born with midlife crisis aren't you you're never gonna grow up and i went that's a nice compliment too <laughs> well my friend again have a great holiday and we'll see you hopefully next week so i'll shut up and go that's, I, I had to shut up earlier so yeah it's, it's just the way it is yeah apologies for that all good it's all good gentlemen i'd like to thank you for being here today thank you to all of the listeners everyone have a great week and we will see you next week Thank you.